Welcome to Lymphedema Podcast. I'm Betty Westbrook, Certified Lymphedema Therapist and the host of Lymphedema Podcast. The purpose of Lymphedema Podcast is to provide answers and explanations for people affected by the lymphatic disease lymphedema. This podcast is for patients, family members, medical professionals, and anyone interested in lymphedema. Each week, I discuss a new topic related to this disease to help you learn more and navigate better the journey ahead. Disclaimer, as a certified lymphedema therapist, all information provided is based on my professional experiences and education. I recommend that anyone who feels they have lymphedema or have been medically diagnosed with lymphedema seek in-person medical treatment from a certified lymphedema therapist. I'm so passionate about teaching others about lymphedema that I created this podcast. Thanks for joining me. I hope you're ready to learn something new today. Today's episode is sponsored by the National Lymphedema Network. Welcome back for episode 36 of the Lymphedema Podcast. I'm extremely excited to have the opportunity to introduce you all to my guest today. Jeanette Zucker is the Executive Director of the National Lymphedema Network and has many years of experience as a physical therapist and a certified lymphedema therapist. Hi, Jeanette. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Betty. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm really excited to be on with you. You are welcome. I am also very excited to have you on today. So I know that you went to NYU, and I'm just wondering, was it there or after when you became interested in lymphedema? Uh, It was at the end of my study at NYU when we were introduced to the miscellaneous therapies that I discovered my passion for lymphedema. Um, I remember uh, looking at all these photos of how, you know, a patient can have their limb or their part of the body that looks very large one day. And then just a couple of days later, a couple of weeks later, they have basically restored their health or the health of the limb or the health of that body part back to normal. And I thought that that was so magical. Uh, like I thought that that there was like a mystical component to that, and um, and that really sparked the passion in me. And so uh, immediately after graduating, I went to get my CLT or my certification in lymphedema, and um, basically haven't stopped since then. I'm pr- I was pretty much the same way. Whenever I originally saw the results, um, like a before and after of lymphedema treatment. I thought, what kind of voodoo is going on that that leg <laughs> looks so much better? And they said, you know, 12 days after treatment. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need to do I want to do this. Absolutely. I know. And, you know, and, and I think, and, you know, I, I also remember thinking back then, uh, this is back in 2002, I was thinking there has got to be something so much more to the lymphatic system than is even realized now at that time in 2002. And, um, and, you know, fast forward to today in 2019, you know, we're now discovering the role that the lymphatic plays in the CNS system, right? The, the cer- right. Uh, central nervous system with the brain and everything. And, um, and so I feel though, like the future is now, right? And I feel as though we have, you know, more to learn. And I am so excited to you know, be a part of our discovery, our our continued exploration of the the true potential that the lymphatic system plays, you know, in the, in in our health, you know, and I think that there's, I think we're going to learn a lot more and it's going to be very exciting. 
You are so right. I firmly believe that we are on the cusp of just great research and great discoveries of the lymphatic system and in lymphology. I just feel like we are, we're in it. Like right now is our time. And so I couldn't agree more with that. I really want to go ahead and jump in to our topic today. Um, As I mentioned earlier in your introduction, you are the executive director of the National Lymphedema Network. And I want to just jump into what is the NLN, who founded it, uh, what's the intention of the NLN, just kind of all of that background information for anyone who may be new to either the lymphedema world or the networking of the lymphedema world. Uh, I'll start with uh, who founded the NLN. Um, The NLN was founded in 1988 by Saskia Tiadens. She is this amazing person. She's a Dutch uh, registered nurse uh, who came to New York City. uh, And she is really the pioneer of lymphology, I want to say, or lymphedema, because she started the first lymphedema clinic in the U.S. Um, That was in San Francisco, and that was in 1987. She also started the National Lymphedema Network, which was Uh, in 1988. And again, that was the first lymphedema organization that served as a springboard to all the other lymph organizations that you now see and and hear of and collaborate with. Um, You know, she had really sought to uh, set out standards for lymphedema care because uh, there was just a need for that. And I believe that there still continues to have um, a need for this to be established. There's still lots of different ways, you know, to approach lymphedema therapy. And it's not always up to a standard that I think is really acceptable. And I think we need to provide more resources to clinicians, more resources to patients. And um, yeah, and and another great thing that Saskia did was uh, she started Lymphedema Day. it, It was her idea to Um, really set aside a day dedicated to promoting the awareness of lymphedema. And this was, this was, as you know, March 6th. And now it's an internationally recognized day that we uh, set aside to celebrate um, lymphedema and and, and promote lymphedema day. Yeah. I've only been a CLT for about, I think I'm three or four years at this point, but at my office, I wrap like one year I wrapped my arm. And I would just walk around all day long with my arm wrapped. And then this past year, I wrapped my leg. So basically, I alternate between wrapping my arm or wrapping my leg. I just walk around my clinic all day. And people, <laughs> they ask me, you know, what do you, what's wrong with you? I'm like, nothing. But if I had lymphedema, <laughs> let me tell you. Or if you had lymphedema, you right. don't have to do this. Right, and so, right. No, definitely. Um, yeah, that's my thing now is I just kind of yeah. wrap myself up and walk around town. And people are like, what are you doing? Yeah. Similar to you, I would walk around with compression garments. You know, I I think that there are such cool compression garments that are offered now with different styles and patterns and colors. Uh, You know, even if you don't have lymphedema, it's kind of a cool thing to sport. Absolutely. So, but... I also want to take a moment just to recognize here on this podcast that you were a recipient of a, of an award this year, right, for Lymphedema Day of 2019. So just to make a mention of that. Thank you. Thank you. I am uh, waiting for my trophy to arrive or my plaque. Um, <laughs> just well, kidding. I, I have... I have- no. Well, you know what? The trophy, actually, I have plans to give to you at the conference. Oh, no. 
Don't tell yeah. me that. I'm going to be so nervous. <laughs> you don't have to give a speech or anything. Okay, good. I might like awkwardly curtsy because I don't know what to do when people recognize me. I'm like, ah, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can edit that out if you'd like. Okay, great. I want to talk about who is the NLN. And obviously the NLN is not a person. It is a nonprofit organization. But who's the NLN in the sense of who does the NLN serve and who does the NLN represent? I'd like to start by saying that I think succinctly it's a strong and enduring organization um, that basically is committed to serving the lymphedema community, specifically the clinicians um, and the patients as well. But by really supporting the clinicians, we directly uh, support the patients. Um, But we do have programs that are for the patients as well. And and so our, our goal, perhaps it might be best if I can just maybe read our updated mission statement. Yes, um, I think that that might be uh, a good time to do that. So our updated mission statement, and we're still working on really like making sure that this is uh, what we want to say. At the moment, though, it's that it is to empower our community of lymphedema practitioners and patients by providing knowledge, clinical networking, and assistance with access to care and resources. We strive to educate clinicians with cutting-edge science and inspire them to provide world-class care. We are dedicated to serving our community so that all can live and work to their fullest potential. So, you know, I think that what we're trying to do is not only empower the patients, because a lot of patients, they have sometimes this psychology where because they have lymphedema, they feel as though they can't participate in their activities of daily living or work or whatever else to the best of their ability. And what we're trying to do is just empower patients and help support them so that they know that they are not defined by their condition and that they they can manage it. And um, we want to give hope to those who maybe even have suffered uh, a long time of uh, living with lymphedema and not having had access to treatment. And maybe their limb is really now large. Even so, there is still hope to um, be provided with treatment and restore their limb or their body part to good health. Another thing I'd like to also take a moment to read is our updated vision statement. Um, And what our vision statement states is that we envision a future where everyone understands lymphedema and best practice treatment approaches, where science will highlight the extent of the lymphatic system's role in the preservation of health, and when the incidence of lymphedema becomes negligible. So basically what we're saying is we want like everybody to know about lymphedema. We want it to be like where you have a casual conversation with a stranger on the street and you no longer have to say, do you know what lymphedema is? Because they already know. And and we want it to be where, um, you know, hardly anybody has lymphedema because we would have advanced our screening, our treatment, our approaches to a point where we can diagnose it early on, treat it very early so that patients don't have to suffer the long-term consequences of the disease or condition. Those are such powerful statements. I think that it just takes real vision and real purpose like the NLN has to make those changes. I love them. Those are great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you know, we're, we're trying to really like provide resources to, for everyone. So like even at the conference, what we're looking to do is uh, introduce uh, what at the moment we're calling the lymphedema index. But, you know, the lymphedema index already kind of has been used 
by other uh, companies and and has been used for other purposes. But I'll just explain to you what we're trying to do. What we're going to try to do is basically come up with this comprehensive list of uh, risk factors for lymphedema. So, for example, surgery that included the lymphatic system or um, radiation or infection and things like that. Like we're going to look at the literature, at the research, and make this comprehensive list and. What we're thinking about doing is that basically it'll be a simple checklist. So each item that you check off is something like that gets a point. And then you have a total score. So let's just say on the checklist there are 30 items and you checked off 15. Well, then your lymphedema score uh, would be 15 out of 30. And it's not trying to replace any... Um, work that has been done in terms of diagnosis because there's a lot of work and research that has already been done in that regard. We're just trying to develop a new tool that is really super user-friendly to the patient so that they can kind of get a sense of where they are with their lymphedema risk because everybody could be at various points. And it's just to help them know whether or not they need to like seek help a little bit sooner or uh, more immediately and, and, and just give them a little bit more of an educational resource for themselves. It's almost like a self-screening screening that would tool. Be, that would be really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, we're, we're definitely, um, you know, we're trying to really define um, more and more like what, what we want to do for our community, but just know that our heart is there and we're going to constantly engage everyone um, in our community to help basically, you know, develop the resources that are needed. And this year's conference is going to be in Boston. I'm really excited because Boston is a city that I really need a second chance at because I went <laughs> last year to a different um, seminar. I was at another seminar and I got food poisoning while I was in Boston. So I'm really coming back oh, no. <laughs> this fall for redemption. Um, but what yeah. what helped you choose this location? Why Boston? Well, uh, honestly, we we had when we were deciding which location, uh, we actually put it in the hands of our community. We sent out a survey um, to everyone in our network. Uh, they were some were members and some were just uh, followers. Uh, but we sent out a survey, and the survey came back with two top uh, cities that were basically um, tied for number one. That was Chicago. And the second was Boston. With Chicago, we already had a lymph conference earlier this year um, in Chicago. So we're like, we don't want to repeat that. So we then went along with Boston. And the best thing about Boston, I think, um, is that, you know, it is our location, especially, which is the Western Boston waterfront. It is five minutes from all modes of transportation. So if you decide to fly in, the airport is five minutes away from the hotel. If you decide to take the train, if you decide to take a bus, like it's all five minutes. You know, I think that that was a very happy accident because, as you know, like when you travel, you've already had this long ride, this long flight. And the last thing that you want to do once you get there is to have another long ride. Right. Right. So um, so I think it will serve as an amazing backdrop for the conference. If I could parachute out of an airplane to the front of my hotel when I traveled, I would prefer to do that. <laughs> you know, we'll think about that for 2020. All right. You, I'll, I'll be your guinea pig. I do not mind. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, honestly, I, strategically, I, I do envision a conference where it is like 
a lot more laid back. Like where we are like in Hawaii and everybody's in their swimsuits at poolside with, you know, just a nice tropical drink in hand. And, uh, you know, just to just to take the uh, the stresses out of the, the planning, you know, a little bit and make it a little bit more fun. I mean, I think one day we might just have to trial that. Sign me up. I will be there. <laughs> okay. The National Lymphedema Network invites you to attend their annual conference October 26th through the 28th at the Weston Boston Waterfront. This is a great opportunity to hear from leaders in the lymphedema community as they speak about topics that are relevant to you. You won't want to miss this great event. Go to www.lymphnet.org for more details. Use the promo code PODCAST when registering to receive a special discount offer. The National Lymphedema Network, empowering people with lymphedema to live life to the fullest. So I also want to know about the title of Cerebral Experience. I really have kind of spent some of my own time trying to interpret it. Uh-huh. And can you help me to see if I'm on the <laughs> right track? Okay, sure. So the first thing I have to say is uh, I'd like to thank uh, Dan Karache, who is from Sigvaris. No, like, disclosures there. Uh, but he was just very interested in helping the NLN with the conference planning. And it came, it was developed out of a brainstorm with a back and forth with him. And, um, and, for, and I was telling him, I said, you know, I, I just wanted to be a comprehensive conference. I wanted to be where when attendees come to this conference, they will leave and they will have nothing left to have like thirsted for in terms of an educational experience. Like no matter what topic it is that they would have wanted, they would have been able to receive the information, go back to their clinics and be able to implement it into patient care. And so, and so I think that if you look at the, at the program, I think you would agree. It has Anything and everything that's related to lymphedema, whether it's a venous focus, nutrition, sleep, sexuality even. We have a section, uh, we have a breakout session on um, the pelvic floor. Um, and, of course, lymphedema management, lymphedema self-care, uh, lymphatics of the brain. And so it, it's a really comprehensive focus, and, uh, and that was the thought. That was one of the ideas or inspirations behind it. Another is we wanted to highlight the word experience. We wanted to make sure that, you know, when you come to this conference, not only will you have amazing, not only will you leave with amazing educational uh, resources, but that you're going to have a great experience. And so what we're trying to also do is really set up networking opportunities so that Everybody's going to get to know everybody, whether it's sponsors uh, with the attendees, attendees with other attendees and the patients. It's just going to be like a very close-knit community that's going to be developing. And um, and so that was another thought behind that. Um, and lastly, you know, um, as I was talking to you before about, like, you know, the discovery of the lymphatics of the brain, you know, I feel as though the future is now, right? And so we wanted to say that, you know, by coming to this conference, it's like a commentary on like how you are basically a part of the future, which is now, and, and we're looking, and we are right now on the cusp of discovering amazing things um, as it relates to lymphology and the lymphatic system. Um, and so it's kind of like several meanings behind the title. 
Um, in terms of the activities that we planned, you know, we have a bunch of activities and games um, through our conference app that will allow for people to really get to know each other. And uh, that's going to happen even before the conference. And it'll be a lot of fun throughout the conference. And what, we, what everybody also can look forward to is this amazing performance by this amazing woman. Her name is Victoria Canal. And I'll just tell you how this came about. I was in San Francisco, and um, it was the Fillmore Theater. And I was watching, um, or I went to a performance with uh, Michael Franti, and she was um, a part of his tour this year. And I loved the message that she had um, basically throughout her performance. And it was a message of how regardless of where you are in life, no matter what you have achieved, no matter no matter what financial circumstances you might be in, you are enough. Like you are just self-sufficient. You don't have to prove anything to anybody anymore. And I thought that that was such a beautiful message and it resonated so well with me. And that's what I tell all my patients. And that's what I tell like even like my family and my girls and my daughters. And so I wanted to bring that to the conference so as to inspire the clinicians and, and let them know that whether they are somebody who founded an organization or, or somebody who is doing the day-to-day therapy in a clinic, that they are self-sufficient and they are enough. And so um, it'll be really exciting to watch her perform. And then one other thing that I'd like to highlight is that there's going to be a fashion show. Um, and we're still very, uh, we're still like, trying to finalize how exactly this is going to unfold. But the idea behind this is just to give the opportunity to people with lymphedema um, a moment to shine, a moment to really let themselves feel their best, feel their greatest, look their best, and um, and that's it. So I hope uh, it'll, uh, it'll come out well. I'm so excited for this conference. I, from the fashion show to the performances and the breakout sessions and the speakers. I think it's going to be great. I'm semi-biased because I'm one of the speakers. Um, (laughs) But my, I would probably say if, if anything could go wrong, it will be during my few minutes on the stage. So (laughs) feel free to go to the bathroom or go get a snack when I uh, come up there. But I am ex- ex- I'm extremely excited. I actually just had a pre-interview on the phone with someone who's presenting at the conference. And when we were on the phone, I was so excited. I was like, I can't wait to meet you. I'm just getting more <laughs> and more excited about coming to the conference. Um, well, that's great. Thank you. And I, I hope that everybody who has already registered is feeling the same way. I know they are because I was on Facebook earlier. And one of the, uh, one of the support groups that I am in, Someone had posted who, you know, who all is going to the conference this year. And there's a whole thread of people that are making meetups and, you know, saying I'm going or I wish I was there. Can't wait to go next year. So <laughs> there is a lot of good vibes going great. out well, towards the NLN right now. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's uh, like, it's always so good to know. Po- positive feedback is always welcome, right? Absolutely. Uh, but, but, you know, I, I do want to just make a comment on the speakers that, you know, were chosen. Um, you know, the the NLN conference this year will be the last conference that I know of that's scheduled this year. It's at the end of October. And and so we're we are following, you know, probably at least four or five other conferences that took that took place early in the year or will have taken place before us. And so we chose our speakers because 
we couldn't necessarily repeat all the other great speakers that happened or that spoke early in the year, right? We have great um, speakers early in the year. And um, so we had to, you know, really innovate a little bit and, and think about um, inviting people who did not have the opportunity early in the year, are also engaged in the community, and really have a strong message to share. And so that's how we came up with our faculty. And, um, and I think that, you know, if you look at it, uh, um, we do have a very strong faculty of 61, um, and everybody has a strong message. So I think that no matter which breakout session you go to or, or if you attend um, the General Assembly, I think that every talk will be um, something that you can take something amazing from. And I know that you purposely structured every presenter to have a smaller presentation to help kind yes. of keep the flow of thing and keep the attention. So if you're afraid yeah. you're going to come up and have to listen to 61 hours of presentations, um, <laughs> that's not that's not what's happening. No, you know, so it, it was very strategic. You know, I think that there, um, it was a TED Talk that I think I learned this from, but um, the, the attention span, uh, the typical attention span for a talk is actually 22 minutes. And so um, there's really no talk that is longer than that, with the exception of some things where there will be like discussion involved and things like that. But for the typical talk where for the most part, um, there's a message that's being shared, uh, it's going to be you know, 15 minutes or 20 minutes um, or 25 minutes with in, the inclusion of the introduction of the speaker. So, um, and the, again, the, I, that was very intentional. It was so that, um, you know, we can keep the pace up and that you don't feel as though the day is dragging and so that you're um, just feeling excited throughout and then the three days will just come and go within a blink. And for anyone who hasn't registered yet, is registration still open? Oh, absolutely. Um, it's open uh, until the conference, but um, the regular rates, the regular conference registration rates are going to be available until October 13th. They will go up after that. And um, and we did create a special uh, discount in honor of the podcast. Um, and thank you for all your work, Betty. Oh, you're um, welcome. So if you, uh, if anybody's listening to this and you register with the promo code podcast, um, you'll get a special discount. And where can they find the registration information? Is there a specific website to go to? Yeah, um, you can just go to our homepage, lymphnet.org, and all the information is right there. So, Jeanette, those are all the questions that I have for you today. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, again, I am extremely excited to be a part of the NLN conference this year, and I'm looking forward to seeing you and everyone else that's on this fabulous lineup of faculty, as well as just the people in the community who are going to come out and be there. Before we close up, do you have any other remarks for us? If you would share your hope as well for the 2019 conference. Thanks, Betty. Um, in closing, uh, what I'd like to really do is to take a moment to thank the executive team at Medi, who were so amazing. They, uh, and by name, I'd like to say it was John Cody and Glenn Anderson specifically, um, where we had this conversation, um, you know, at the end of last year, and they were the ones who were the spark to actually make the rest of this conference discussion and uh, planning and development possible, because without their support, it absolutely would not have happened. Um, so thank you so much uh, to Medi uh, and the entire team. Um, and then 
I would also like to close by saying that my hope is that everybody who attends this conference, whether they are a sponsor, an attendee, a a clinician, or a patient advocate, that they leave feeling so inspired to go back to their own local communities and do whatever it is that will make a meaningful and significant and impactful change uh, to their local communities. That's my hope. I can't imagine that they would leave the conference and not feel inspired. Um, Just from my conversations on the phone with you, and especially now after this interview with you, I'm even more inspired um, and feel, you know, a little bit more convicted that I need to step it up in my own treatment. So um, I think you're doing a great job. I feel like it's just passion is exuding from you. And that it's hard to not kind of catch your fire um, when talking about lymphedema and the NLN. So I am, again, very much looking forward to the conference. And thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Mother Teresa says, Loneliness and the feeling of being unwanted is the most terrible poverty. This podcast is here for you to find friendship and a community for your journey with lymphedema. I hope you've enjoyed learning more about the National Lymphedema Network Conference. Email me with your story if you would like to share lymphedemapodcast at gmail.com or visit the website lymphedemapodcast.com to submit a topic for another episode.